Bro, all I'm saying is, if I really wanted to, I could still dunk, bro. I still got it in me, you feel me? Drop 30 in the NBA if I really wanted to. Oh, we're recording? Oh, snap. <laughs> Welcome to the Outlet Pass. Hey, yeah. What's up, what's up, what's up? Thank you guys for tuning in. Oh, I hope you feel my energy. Listen, man, today is the first episode of a new podcast entitled The Outlet Pass, where we're only going to talk about basketball because that's all I want to talk about. So we're going to unplug from the world. We're going to tune in. Thank you for tuning in, by the way. But we're just going to unplug from the world. We're going to tune in. We're going to talk about basketball and basketball only, whether it be the NBA, whether it be college basketball, might even dibble and dabble into high school for the high school realm, excuse me. But let's get it, man. I am so excited. So just for introduction, since this is the first episode, right? So my name is Gus. Um from Philly, man. Greatest city known to, to man. Thank you, God, for making this city. It's beautiful. Benjamin Franklin, I think, built it. Psych. What? Bro, what are you talking about, man? <laughs> anyway, um, but nah, for real. In all seriousness, um, my name is Gus from Philly. Went to Hampton University. Uh, I graduated from Central High School, class of 271. So, yeah, man, that, that's just me. I love basketball. I love football. I really love all sports, but basketball is definitely my first love. Um, so let's let's just dive right into it. Thank you for tuning in, for real. Like We're just going to have a great conversation. We're going to talk about basketball. So for starters, let's talk about yesterday, right? So yesterday, uh, everyone knows about the bubble we got going on. It's the playoffs. Uh, yesterday, the Heat sent home the Bucks. The number one seed. I've been trying to tell people <laughs> the Bucks are not that good, bro. Like, I think that the regular season is cool, woo, woo, but they're just not a playoff-built team. I mean, at the end of the day, they're just Giannis. That's it. I'm not trying to hear anything else from anybody. They're just Giannis. Do I think Chris Middleton is a great, like, Robin? I mean, mm, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? The other day, Giannis went down or whatever, and he was able to – you know, pick it up a little bit, but like yesterday, he did nothing. It, he, like he he had a, a smooth like twenty something piece, I think like twenty two or something like that. I know he didn't cover for me on FanDuel, but that's a conversation for another day. Um, but yeah, like I just don't think he's that good. But I also will say this: I think the Heat are that good. The Heat are a dangerous team, and I think that people really got to open their eyes to them. So I'm very curious to see what happens with this next round. Uh. I want to know who they're going to play, obviously. They're either going to play Celtics or the Raptors. Uh, this Celtics-Raptors series is looking beautiful. Uh, so tonight, that's going to be a nice little game. Uh, you know, we'll see what the Celtics can do. Like, Celtics might close it out on them, for real, honestly. This is going to be very interesting. Uh, but, yeah, cool. Let's dive right into the, the Lakers and the Rockets. Because I got something to talk about with LeBron, man. <laughs> Why does LeBron not have a defensive player of the year? Like, someone, please, anybody, out, drop it in the comments. Send me a DM. Do something. Something. I need to know why he does not have a defensive player of the year, right? Everyone always looks back at that 2012-2013 season, right? Let's just talk about it, right? So, Marcus Gasol won a defensive player of the year that year. Now, Marcus saw, and I'm just going to talk, you know, quick, quick stats, quick defensive stats, right? I'm not going to dive too much into it. 
But Mark averaged 5.5 defensive rebounds per game, one steal per game, and 1.7 blocks per game. Okay, you know, nice. LeBron averaged 6.8 defensive rebounds per game, 1.7 steals per game, one block per game. So the steals and the blocks essentially, you know, cancel each other out. He averaged a whole 1.3 rebounds more than Marcus Gasol. Also, LeBron was sticking everybody. Like these are the Heat years. Like this is this is dangerous, LeBron. Like I mean, obviously LeBron is dangerous, but this is dangerous, LeBron. And then here comes even further confusion. Marcus Gasol didn't even get on the uh, first team for all F- uh, all NBA defensive. How does that make sense? How do you win Defensive Player of the Year, but you don't get first team All NBA? Halfway, take a few steps back to go. You ain't got the answers, man. You ain't got the answers. Yes, I understand it's a different voting system, but come on, bro. <laughs> like it doesn't even make sense, right? It doesn't even make sense, man. So like that just it baffles my mind. And to see him yesterday get those four blocks, and everyone knows he has endless blocks throughout his career. That we can talk about. Thiago Splitter, what's up? <laughs> Igadala, what's up? Steph, what's up? You know what I'm saying? You can go down the line. Everybody done got they, um, you know what I'm saying? They ball sent. Whoa. Everybody done got their shot blocked by LeBron. Like, LeBron is out here for real for on the defensive end. So, so yeah, that's that. And then, like I said, you got the Toronto game tonight. Uh, Toronto and the Celtics. I don't think Toronto is going to go home. I think I think this series is going to go to seven. I I think Boston. I honestly don't know. I want Boston to take it, um, but I honestly don't know. It's just going to come down to coaching. The coaching on both sides is impeccable. Um, that's not debatable, and I think that it's just going to come down to coaching. Game seven, like that's really what it's just going to come down to. Um, and then you got the Nuggets and the and the Clippers. I think the Clippers are not going to lose another game. I think at this point they let Denver get that one. Um, I just don't see Clippers losing another game. I mean, that's just my personal opinion. But, yeah, that's that. Now, you know, I want to go into the chat topic of the week. So, the chat, you know, I'm, I'm a part of a fraternity. Um, shout out to the uh, the good brothers of Alpha Fraternity Incorporated. Um, 06 to the good bros, 47 to the crazy ones. You know what I'm saying. Um, but... Remember I said I went to Hampton University, right? I'm trying to figure out if this is a real thing that high school players might actually look into HBCUs. I mean, here's here's the beauty of it, right? So it, with this, you know, everybody, you know, the culture right now is it, the world is in shambles, essentially. Um, but again, this is called the outlet, plas- the outlet pass. We're going to unplug from the world. We're just going to talk about basketball. So I think right now high school players are in a very interesting time where social media is taking over, right? So you know about so many more players than you ever knew about. When I was growing up, the only way you really knew about players if, is if they were like Ballers Life started coming out, uh, House of Highlights, not really, but Ballers Life was the main thing. Or I think it was called Ball 24-7. Um, they used to post these videos, but that was towards the, the tailor end of my senior of my high school career. Well, high school <laughs> years. Um, I wouldn't even say career, but <laughs> but that was towards the, to the tail end of, you know, of my high school years. And I think that now with Instagram and Twitter, all these players are blowing up that you would have never heard of. 
Um, and now they're going to HBCUs, right? So you got Maker Maker. He just committed to Howard University. Um, you know, shout out to the other HU. Um, and I think what that did for not just the culture, but for everyone that looks up into the HBCU world, we're we're very excited about it because we never really get top prospects. Top prospects that say, you know what, I want to go to HBCU. Um, which for those who are watching who don't know what HBCU is, is it's historically black college university. Um, no, that does not mean all black, but it does mean a school whose uh, principles and who was founded upon making sure that African-Americans do get the education they deserve. And they're still to this day doing an amazing job. There's HBCUs all over the country. Definitely do some research into it. Um, but I think this is a, a serious conversation because now after Maker Maker and after all these other players have, you know, created a little buzz, you got Mikey Williams, who is undoubtedly one of the best players to come out of high school real soon. And not only just best in the terms of how, you know, his skill level, but he's a he's a brand. He's a brand. Mikey Williams is a brand. So now, yes, you had LeBron James, you had Zion Williamson. Um, you know, you had other players who came out of high school and people knew about them. People want to go to their games. They're selling out in every other city. That's fine. But I think coming out of high school, and mind you, he's only going into his junior year. Coming out of high school, Mikey Williams' brand is much further than any of those other players. There's no player who's had has a brand like Mikey Williams. Um and, you know, he tweeted talking about basically, you know, that HBCU was an option. Like, it was a very, you know, it's something that he could think about. For those of you that don't know, uh, Mikey Williams' mother actually went to Hampton University. Um, so, <laughs> I'm telling you, man, this show, some greats from Hampton University. Um, but Mikey Williams' mom went to Ham uh, Hampton University. So, he's already familiar about HBCUs. His household, I'm sure, has brought up that conversation. He might have even went to a, a homecoming, which is great. But um, I'm very curious because you have all these players really looking into it. And when you th think about it, right, so I'm just going to name a couple of players that went to HBCUs that, you know, came from the NBA. You got Earl the Pearl Monroe. He went to Winston-Salem University. Willis Reed he went to uh, Grambling. Charles Oakley and Ben Wallace both went to Virginia Union. And then you have Rick Morin, who, again, another legend from Hampton University. Um, so that's three legends on this show from Hampton University. Uh, Rick Mahorn, uh, Mikey Williams' mom, and uh, <laughs> me, of course. <laughs> um, but, yeah, nah. so I think that, like, because this is what people have to understand. If you have the skill, you can go to the NBA regardless. You feel me? You're going to go to the NBA. You're going to make it regardless of what school you go to, whether you go to Duke, whether you go to Hampton, whether you go to your local community college. Yes, I do understand the exposure is different. But in today's world where everything relies on social media, just think about it. If players are getting offers from coaches who don't even have to go to their games anymore, they'll just see them on social media. And then when they see them on social media, maybe they'll fly out to the game. Maybe they ask for a tape or something along those lines. Right. I do understand college is a little different. I do understand the competition is a little different, but just understand that at the end of the day, like not only is it bigger than basketball, that's literally not the conversation, but the conversation is, is I personally believe that Mikey Williams has a skill set where no matter where he goes, he's going to be good. And a lot of these basketball players, the issue is they might go to a big time school 
they're not ready for that big time life. If you're not ready for the big time life, then you know what I'm saying? You're not ready for the 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 responsibility you have now as a player. And sometimes a lot of these guys, they go from being great high school players to wait, are they even in the NBA? Are they still playing basketball? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? And I just think that, you know, HBCUs are not as much of a drop-off, especially when it's only – people are only staying there for one year anyway. Like, you only – half these players are only going for one year. So it's just kind of like if you only go to one year for college, you might as well go to HBCU and get that experience because the HBCU, it's not just college. It's an experience. So to any high school players, man, that are potentially watching this, listen to me, listen to me very closely. HBCU experience, that that culture, that that livelihood that you get, I can't compare it to nothing. It's something that you got to live through. It's something you got to, you know, you got to just, you got to see, man. It's different. So like, and if Mikey, hey, if you listen, if you listen to Mikey, listen, I'm going to just give a plug to Hampton University real quick. Listen, bro, your mom already went there, bro. The legacy, you feel me? You already got that legacy. Take it from somebody who was a legacy of Hampton University. I already know, bro. That culture, it's already in you, bro. You feel me? You, it's already in you, right? So think about it. You got a great culture. You know what I'm saying? It's already in your family. There's beautiful women. The food is great. You know what I'm saying? It's the South, which is it's beautiful. Like, it's a lot of land. Um, it's beautiful women. The education is great, bro. Scripps Howard School of Journalism and Communications. Get, definitely give them a shout out. Um, but like, you know what I'm saying? Everything is great. And if you want to do the business school, business school's all right too. Everything is lovely, bro. And I I might have forgot one, but beautiful women, bro. All I'm saying, man, is listen, that's my little plug to Hampton University. Um, Mikey, come on in, bro. Come on in. Nah, man. But for real, like, to all the high school players, man, whether it be basketball, football, no matter what it is, like, Look into HBCUs. They have amazing programs. They're beautiful and they're an experience. Um, but that's that's it, man. That's it. That's this is episode one. Um, give you guys a taste of what we're going to be discussing, what we're going to be talking about on the outlet pass. Um, I just want to talk basketball. I don't want to take a lot of your time because you know we're millennials. We can't. Our attention span is is not not that good. Um, but but nah. Listen. In all seriousness, thank you for tuning in. Um, thank you for trusting me in these couple minutes to give you some conversation. Let's have good conversation. Keep the conversations going in the comments. Um, subscribe to the YouTube. Big shout out to What You Expect podcast. Um, you know, big shout out to Hyperion Sports. Um, we, we're, we're working, everybody. So the outlet pass. Expect big things. Thank you for tuning in. Peace.